Welcome to Playmakers. I'm Haley Elwood and joining me today is Kaylee Campen. It's Thanksgiving week, so Kaylee is here to talk all things football and family because she's the daughter of Chargers offensive line coach James Campen. And we're going to throw a third F into the mix and talk about films in NFL films because that's where she works. Kaylee, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I couldn't have imagined a better time. <laughs> I know, right? It kind of works out like that. I'm really Perfect. glad. Yep. The holiday season. I'm actually really excited to have you because I've had significant others of our players and coaches on, but I've never had someone who's the child of a coach on. <laughs> and I think your perspective is just one that's really unique. And, and I look forward to what you have to say. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm excited to be here. Thanks. So look, we hear it all the time. Football is family, but for you guys, for the campins, it, it truly, truly is. What does the game of football mean to your family? I mean, it means everything. It's been a part of our lives since I've entered this world. Um, it's obviously been a huge part of my dad's life, his whole entire life. And so he's really um, instilled that into all of us. And it's, you know, brought us all together. Uh, all, you know, the football season is the football season, but really we all know the football season is 365 days a year. So, <laughs> um, you know, it brings us together and um, it's kind of the foundation of what our family is, I would say. <laughs> what was it like to grow up with a dad who coached? Um. You know, it was, it's definitely special. Um, when I was very little, he coached at the high school level. Uh, and I kind of got to watch him go from the high school level into the NFL. So, so kind of that progression um, is very neat to be able to see. But it's unique. You know, it's funny because a lot of people say he had, my dad has two daughters. It's myself and my sister. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, you didn't have sons to play football. And he always laughs because he's like, I didn't need sons. You know, he has <laughs> hundreds of them every year. <laughs> so he's the best girl dad. And then he has his, you know, his offensive line room and um, all his sons on the side. <laughs> that's a real, that's a really, really good way of putting it. I had a conversation with Laura Oakman a couple of weeks ago and she runs Galvanize, which is a program for women in, in sports broadcasting and all of that. And she talked about how she never has had kids, but she's like, but really I have about 2000. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's... <laughs> Exactly. It's about the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mentioned obviously how it's been a part of, of your whole life. When did you kind of realize though, that, that football was a part of the fabric of your family? Um, I would definitely say our move to green Bay. Cause, um, we moved from Northern California to green Bay, Wisconsin when I was seven years old Okay. and, um, green Bay's like nowhere else. If anyone's yeah. ever been there, it's very small. Um, and the green Bay Packers is just the heart of that city and it's it means everything to everyone there and it's such a unique place and I think if you're from Green Bay you love football in a different way than anyone else I always say and so that move really I think kind of opened my eyes to it just for him to be part of the organization and people's reactions to just you know knowing you have a tie to the team they find that so special and it really is so special I mean the team itself belongs to the city um so I think that move and then just year after year going up realizing you know the history that the Green Bay Packers held um and just how that correlates to the entire NFL for sure well to kind of piggyback off of that <laughs> did you ever have a moment like in school where maybe people realize like or maybe you you realize like your dad does something a little different compared to maybe yeah. the occupations of of other parents of of your friends yeah no definitely and I think it took me a little bit since I was younger and 
still like, you know, different questions I would ask my mom. I think my sister kind of got it when we got there. I was still like, well, this is cool. My dad's a football coach for, you know, a new team. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, when people were like, do you go to the games every weekend? And do you get to go to Lambeau Field? And I was, all my answers were yes. And then I think I started to realize, oh, not every kid gets to go to Lambeau Field every Sunday. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> So I think, you know, a couple of years in, I was like, all right, this is kind of unique as I, you know, got a little bit older. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you said, like not everyone's eating cheese curds at, no. at Lambo every, no. yeah. So it's a good way of putting that. Yeah. <laughs> How has the environment that you grew up in maybe shaped the way that, that you watch the game? Um, well, I don't think that most average people watch the offensive line when they watch a football game, which I do. So, uh, right off the bat, I would say that, but I think to, um, you know, obviously when you see a player go down, um, any injuries, I feel like I, that hits home so hard for me. I think all viewers certainly take to that, but, um, just knowing that there's a wife sitting at home, you know, worried or a family, um, and same thing when a rookie player goes out there and makes a huge play, just knowing that impact for him. So I think just, you know, having that personal tie and knowing, you know, every player on that field has a posse of people cheering for him. And um, it's just, it's a special game and, you know, it goes back to football as family and it just, it bleeds through. So. Yeah. There's definitely more of that personal connection there. And I think that's something that, that we kind of forget, or maybe the casual fan kinds of kind of forgets that, that these guys, especially players, they wear helmets and shoulder pads and, but they're real people at the end of the day. (laughs) And same thing with coaches too. I mean, you, you have this facade of a ball cap and, and polo shirt or whatever it is, but you sometimes forget that, that there are real emotions who are, that are tied to these games because these are jobs at the end of the day. Yeah, no, absolutely. For sure. For someone like you, your dad obviously was in green Bay for a really, really long time. Would you say it was more of a fortunate situation versus, you know, some coaches who are constantly kind of on the move and, and having to move their families to different places as well? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, to be in the league as long as he has been is a blessing in itself. Um, and to stay in one place for so long, is kind of unheard of. Um, you know, we were lucky. We had a lot of coaches and, um, coaches, kids who, you know, are changing schools and middle school and high school and things like that. And that can be really tough. So, um, yeah, no, we definitely got lucky and, uh, he loved, like we loved green Bay. It was very special. He got to play there back yeah. in the day and then return as a coach. So, um, it just, it held a special place in our hearts and we were just really lucky to be there for so long. A lot of significant others obviously find bonds within themselves. Are there other coaches kids and maybe you were friends with that you're still friends with to this day? Yeah. You know, especially in green Bay too, cause everyone kind of knows. Small each other yeah it's small so um yeah no it's it's definitely especially in my mom's case some of her best friends are you know coaches wives on the team and some of the kids um it's funny just coaches cross paths at new teams and um cities I've been in where I run into people so yeah those ties um always come into play which is fun so getting to you I guess off the field but on the field still in a certain (laughs) sense your job with NFL films you're staying in the NFL family. Why was that a good fit for you? Um, I mean, I when I graduated or when I was in my last year of college, um, you know, I don't think anybody has it all figured out. Yep. You're kind of figuring 
figuring out what that next step is going to be. Um, and I knew two things. I knew I could, I love talking to people. I love meeting people. Um, and I love football. <laughs> so I was like, what can I do that kind of combines those two worlds? Um, and I came across the NFL films internship program, which is fantastic. Um, and the people there are just so exceptional. It's such an amazing program. And um, it was a perfect fit for me. And I just stuck on from there. And um, it was really important because football has been my whole life. And it's something I'm so passionate about and I love. And just to continue that in a new way and um, kind of carry on the generation in it is, is really cool. I had Shannon Furman and Hannah Epstein on Playmakers over the summer when they worked on Hard Knocks, which the Chargers were on. And I asked them this question, and I'll ask it to you too, because there's so many amazing things about the work that NFL Films does. But what's your favorite part about working there? Well, hats off to Shannon and Hannah, because they're both total rock stars and have been doing this longer than me. So they they're, they're trailblazers in that building for sure. Um, I would just say I love that we get to um, kind of to your point about players are in helmets and they're in pads and you don't actually kind of know who that guy is underneath. And NFL Films gets to tell you who that guy is. Um, we get to do a lot of fun filming with, you know, the current players in the offseason. He's in, you know, sometimes it's showing you who, their family or who they are. I mean, with hard knocks, you know, getting to see who they are and what their hobbies are and just kind of showcasing that they're real people underneath that helmet is really special. Um, and also what NFL Films does such a great job of is kind of carrying on legends um, after their careers are done and, you know, showcasing Hall of Famers throughout, you know, football life and things like that. Uh, it's special because those you know, those legends of the game, we get to kind of continue on their legacy in a new way, which is really awesome. Absolutely. Now you did a lot last year for the NFL's 100th anniversary. What was it like to celebrate that milestone? And what was some of the work that you did? Um, yeah, it was great. I'm so glad I said, I'm so glad COVID didn't hit during the 100th yeah. anniversary. because It was such a special year. So I'm so glad we got to celebrate that the right way. Um, but we did a lot of special things. I worked on um, the first season of Peyton's Places, which was kind of him traveling the world, uncovering the history of the NFL. So that, that was uh, fun and came with a lot of comical moments throughout that. Uh, and then my other one that we worked on a lot was uh, the 100 Greatest Series, which kind of let celebrities and current players and just fans of the game kind of share some of their most special moments. And then uh, I think the pinnacle point was working on the NFL's all-time team. And mm. we brought in a number of the uh, members who actually made it on that all-time team to NFL films. And they got to film um, the segments there with Bill Belichick, Chris Collinsworth, and Rich Eisen. And just to see that and just to see how honored those, you know, some of the greatest players to ever play was really special. I'm going to carry off of that because I was at the Super Bowl in Miami, I guess just a few months ago, even though it seems like years ago <laughs> at this point, they brought members of the all-time team out onto the field. And that was really, really cool to see those who could make it, who could come out there, be part of that. So I can't even imagine the impact of working on a project like that, sifting through all of it, that had to be really, really special. Yeah. And I think the most special part about that is to see how special it was for them. You know, like when we filmed with the all-time team and some of these guys walked in the room and they were overwhelmed who they were sitting next to. And you could really see that the generations of football um, kind of just lay out and that Barry Sanders was ha so happy to sit next to Jim Brown and yeah. so on. And it was just to see those generations and know how much it meant to them. It was like, wow, we've made it a hundred years of football. Like that's, it's just, it's incredible. And it was, I 
so honored to be a part of even just a little bit of it. <laughs> so you mentioned COVID. How, though, has it affected your job this year? And, and maybe what are some of the things that you're working on this season? Yeah, so I mean, I think it's, you know, it's impacted us all. Um, we've definitely, I think everyone has been an expert at Zoom at this yes. point. <laughs> Zoom interviews and all of that. Um, I taught my dad how to Zoom during quarantine, Perfect. which I never thought I'd have to do. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you for one second because I have a funny story. Because after the team signed Brian Balaga in free agency. I shot him a text and, and find you, this is early. This is like, we're only a week into this, the stay at home thing, right? <laughs> I shot him a text and I said, Hey, you know, is it possible to get you on zoom? And he wrote me back and he's like, I'd love to, I have no idea. And now look at him. So I, thank you for that. Yes. Yes. He's, he's not the most tech savvy, but he's definitely came a long way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would have never thought we'd all be spending half our day on zoom, you know, coaches, regular people, everyone. Um, but yeah, we've done a lot of zoom interviews. Um, obviously we cannot be in person with current players as we normally would. So doing a lot of interviews over zoom with them to still have them included in our programming. Um, but the big bulk of my season is a show we work on for epics called NFL, the grind. Um, and it kind of, we have different correspondents each week, which are, which are former players. So uh, we'll ask our correspondents, you know, what current players are they interested in? What matchups do they want to be at? You know, is there a team they want to follow? Um, and we'll bring them to that game and have them, you know, Zoom with current players. So uh, that kind of has me on the road and traveling as safely as possible throughout the season. And you segued right into my last question, <laughs> which is just how kind of cool is it to almost have a parallel schedule to that of your dad's when you're in season. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, it's, it's special. Cause you know, I'll come home on like off the road on a Monday and he'll be doing the same. And, um, we have a big time difference now since I'm on the East coast and West coast, but since he's up at the crack of dawn, we'll catch each other in the morning. And it's usually like a quick phone call just about the game, the day, you know, the day before and the week ahead. And, um, it's nice because, you know, if I'm struggling with anything in my, you know, area of work or just a big task at hand, you know, he's the first guy to give me advice. And, um, you know, he's he's been doing this a long time. So it's yeah, it's special. And it's really cool to be on the same schedule. And we keep hoping we'll end up at the same game, but it yeah. hasn't worked out yet. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed before week 17, we end up in the same place. <laughs> keep them crossed. There's still a few weeks to go. Kaylee, thanks <laughs> for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing your insight. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs>